Perak Dalad Mishnah Yudbeis. Hatagar, a merchant, Halkech Tavum and the Adam Harbi Mocha. So this merchant he buys grains, he buys Tavua for many people, and then he sells it. So Notel Mechamesh Granos, he could take from five different silos, the Nothan Tokmakur Achas, put it into one silo and sell. Mutlo La'arv, he's permitted to mix the Tevua that he acquires, Migranos Achalos from several different um, silos, put it into one silo. Or Mechamesh Kisos from Notel Yanik wine. <coughs> From five different vats, the nose that took pitas echa to put it into one gigantic chavis, one gigantic barrel, and go ahead and sell it. Why? Shakol and everyone knows. Shukonim that may adam harbi buys from many people. Ubecheskas kein lo with this status, people will buy from this merchant. Ubevad, but as long as shaloye miskavin laarik, he cannot have the intention to mix. Meaning, sechayur gerua betoch mishbechas, he can't have the intention to take the inferior quality and mix it with the superior quality and then sell it. Ulehotzi call and put out a voice. Shakol megarin achas, or it's all from the same silo. Omegas achas, or it's all from the same vat, and he knows that it's not. It's a mixture, and there's inferior here. That would be prohibited. But if he's just stomped, gathering everything he has, you know, with all of his vendors and putting it into one pile and selling it, and he has no ill intentions, and that's okay. Because everyone knows when they buy from him, that's the uh, way he does business. That's the way people do business. Rabbi Yehuda, um, Rabbi Yehuda says, Lo kloyos, a chenvani, a storekeeper, cannot give out kloyos, roasted nuts, gozen and walnuts to the children. Why? Because if he does that, he'll have them all come to his store. And he comes out, he's going to hold back the parnasa of the stores nearby. He's pulling all the people in by giving out these treats. The chacham and matir and the chacham say that now it's permitted. He could tell the other merchants, I'm giving out roasted nuts and, and almonds. Go ahead and give out something more sweeter, more sweet, or give out something, you know, I'm giving out uh, lollipops, you give out uh, Mike and Ike's, or whatever the case is. Each storekeeper can give out an incentive to people in the street to bring them and to lure them into their shops, regardless of what the other stores are doing, because I'm allowed to do what I can to grow my business. And you can do the same. If I'm giving out one candy, you give out two candies. So the Chacham argue on Rabbi Yehud and the Lacha files like the Chacham and the Lacha. So, do not um, lower the price of items. You're going to make everybody come to you, and again, you're going to choke the parnasa of the store next door. You know, one who sells cheap, he is remembered for the good. He's lowering the product. So, someone who's lowering the price, he's doing very good. A person cannot be yavres hagrisin, meaning pulim techunim, these ground up beans. Do not remove the waste from them. To raise the price. If you're selling beans, ground up beans, don't remove the waste and then raise the price. Why? Since these beans, they look uh, very good. He's going to raise the price more than the value from the waste that he that he removed. So now you're really you're overcharging, you're doing ona to the buyers. You're making it look all pretty, but you're raising the price so much it's not even worth you removing the waste. The Chachamim Matir, and again the Chum permitted. She ain't ona, but there's no ona with something that can appear to the eye. 
meaning the buyer can look and to discern how much is the waste that he removed, what's it's worth? If you added comic how much is it worth of me to pay more for these bean for these beans, these ground up beans, now that they've already been cleaned up? And to consider the tircha of getting rid of all the waste. And since I could see it and make my own decision, there's no ona here, Kwan Khan, they argue on Abishal. However, Umod and Macham will agree, Shlo Yavar me al pi hamagura mamala. Don't go ahead and remove the waste from the top of the pile, but the waste in the bottom you don't remove. Because you're just robbing people. Where the buyer looks and he sees that the top is so clean, he'll think that the whole thing is clean. Everything's been sifted and cleaned up. That's already, you're, you're robbing them. You're, you're fooling them. That would be forbidden. And the Mishnah concludes, So if you're selling like an Evid Kanani, a person, you sell the Evakanani. You cannot clean them up and make them look all, all fresh and good. Know your animals, don't clean them up. Know your utensils, the older utensils. Why? You want to make everything look new. You're robbing people of their das. A person is a person, an animal is an animal. Kalem or Kalem, utensils are utensils. You cannot clean up and have a Kanani or an animal or an old utensil and then go ahead and sell it for a higher price. That would be Genevas Das robbing people of their Das. All right, with that we conclude Perak Dalid. Moving along to Perak Hay. Now we're going to discuss the principle of Ribis, Neshech Vitarbis. There's an uh, introduction here which is worth going over in order to understand this principle. So it says the Kahati. This practice will discuss the laws of ribis, as it says in the Torah, your, your brother is poor and he comes to you, he needs a loan, you should strengthen him. So you're going to give him a loan, but don't charge interest. Whether you're giving him money, whether you're giving him food, do not charge interest. Explain, really, there's no difference between neshech and tarbis. These two Lashonos, Mashma and Litzion, they, they're coming to include Kalsugeribis, all different types of interest, whether it's money, whether it's food, like we'll explain. explicitly, whether it's on money, whether it's on food, So why is there Neshech, why is there Tarbis? So we're going to explain. Basically, Neshech is Al Shem Hefseidoshalova. Neshech is focusing on the loss of the lova, the borrower. Sharibis, the ribis, the interest, Noshcho, it bites him. Machasro, and it makes him lose money. Uh, Rashi explains Neshech is ribish, he can, it's like the biting of a snake, of a serpent. Shenoshi Chaburi makes a small bite on the foot, and a person doesn't even feel it. And then all of a sudden, Pitom, he falls down, collapses, and dies. So, Kach Ribis, Enam Argusha, at first you don't really feel it. You don't, you, don't recognize, you don't recognize it. Until it adds up and adds up and adds up, it makes a person go broke. That's the Neshech, the biting. Tarbis is Hashem Revucho Shalamava. Tarbis is focusing on the Revach, the profit that the lender is making. Through the ribbis, he's making more money. So the Neshech focuses on the loss of the borrower, the Lova. Tarbis focuses on the gain of the Malva, the lender. So it comes out, you can't have Tarbis without Neshech, and you can't have Neshech without Tarbis. So why are there two? Why does the Pasuk say both Lashonos? Rather, Lava al Ribbis Bishnei Lavin. The Torah does so to 
have one who's doing the sin transgress not just one law, not just one negative commandment, but two law and two negative commandments. And therefore, when the Mishnah opens up with Ezu Neshach Ve'ezu Tarbis, what is Neshach, what is Tarbis? We know that they're really one and the same. Rather, the way, the way you learn this is Ezu Ribis, what is Ribis, which is Asr on a Torah level, and what is Ribis, which is only Asr on a rabbinic level. And the Mishnah will teach us that Mena Torah in Isa Ribis El Chalva. On a Torah level, Ribis is applicable only if it's done through a loan. That's what we call in the Mishnah Neshach. Lashon Chachamim, we call it Ribis, Ribis Ketsutza, set Ribis. Hainu Ribis Kvumarosh, Ribis, which is set from the beginning. I lend you a dollar, you owe me two dollars. Whereas Ribis, which is through Masa Umat and through business, that's only on a rabbinic level. And that was, that's what we're going to call in the Mishnah Tarbis. And Kainikra Hibalash Nacham call it Avak Ribis, like the dust of Ribis. Let's see. Eizu Neshech, what is Neshech, which is Asr on a Torah level? Ve'ezu Tarbis, what is uh, Ribis, which is forbidden on a rabbinic level? So Eizu Neshech, what is Neshech? Hamal Vesela, one who lends a Sela. A Sela is for Dinar. And he says, I'm lending it to you on condition, Bechamish Dinar, you got to pay me back with five Dinar. Classic case of Ribis. So Sayyim Chitin. Because I'm going to lend you know, my friend two sa of wheat. Bishalosh, on condition that you return to me three sa of wheat. That is Neshech, an authentic case of Ribis. He's biting the borrower. He's taking more from that which he gave. The A's with Tarbis, what is Tarbis? So again, really Neshech and Tarbis are one and the same. Torah has two Lashonas to have the sinner transgress to Lavin. But in the Mishnah, Neshech refers to the Da'irais, the Torah level Ribis. Tarbis refers to the rabbinic level ribis. So what is Tarbis? Hamarba Bidperos, a person who is making a profit through business of fruit in a manner of ribis. How's this? Kate, what's the case? If Reuven purchased wheat from Shimon. Bid dinner is for one golden dinner, which is 25 silver dinar. Hakor, hakor is, is 30 sa. So for one dinner, which is 25 silver dinarim, one golden dinner. So 25 silver dinarim, he's buying a core, which is 30 sa. So Reuven, he gives the money to Shimon on condition that he'll give him this wheat throughout the year. The whole year, we have a set price from January 1st to December 31st. That you're going to give me wheat for 25 uh, silver dinarim for each core. And that was the price as well when they made the agreement. So far, so good. Umutulasi is permitted to do this. Even though Shimon doesn't even have the wheat now, it's not in his domain, he's got to go out and get it. It's okay. He can buy it now with the money that he has. To wherever this great, wherever the wheat is, and Shimon will get it for me. So now everything's good. However, you know, after a little while, wheat went up in price. So now the wheat is 30 silver dinner for a quarter. So that's a 25 silver dinner. It's 30 silver dinner. So Amar Lo Ruben tells Shimon, you know, Ten Lichidah, give me my wheat. Sha'ani wrote to the Machach, because I want to take my wheat, I want to sell it. I want to buy wine with it. You know, the wheat went up. I want the wheat now, I'll sell, I'll buy wine. It's permitted for Ruben to receive the wheat with the cheaper price they originally agreed to, even though the price went up now, because that was the price when they made the agreement, so that's okay. So, so far, nothing is wrong. But now what happens is, Amr Allah Shimon tells Reuven, Let your wheat be upon me as 30 dinarim. Meaning the wheat, that I have to give you, 
I'm accepting it for the 30th dinner that I owe you. As if you are lending me that 30th dinner. As if you're lending me this kesef. And now I'm obligated to give you wine. Can get the value of the wheat that there is to you in my hands. But he doesn't have the wine now. Shimon does not have the wine. So now, even though Sheposikimo is agreeing, like the price of the wine of now, nevertheless, Ruven is not giving Shimon any money now. That Shimon can use and go buy the wine. He's only buying the wine through the loan that he had from the value of the wheat. We're concerned. Maybe the wine will go up in price. And Shimon will have to pay now, Dama will have to pay the money, like the more expensive price of the wine. This is Tarbis, which is forbidden on a rabbinic level. Because it is, in essence, Reuven is making more money through this transaction um, by Shimon, quote-unquote, borrowing what, Reuven, what, what Shimon owed him. This would be a vakra, this is dust for bis, which would be forbidden on a rabbinic level. This is only assuming that Shimon does not have the wine in his possession. But if Shimon had the wine, then it's permitted for Uvein to buy the wine from Shimon through the chov of the wheat that Shimon owed him. Because the wine could be acquired through Uvein right now. And when the wine goes up in value, it goes up in the domain and the rishus of Uvein, and therefore there would be no ribbis over here um, on a rabbinic level. On a rabbinic level.